Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. It's time for your post-pandemic comeback, right? It's time for you. We are moving out of the pandemic, thank God for the vaccine. And so it's time after a year of introspection and being pulled inside of ourselves to figure out how do we come out of our cocoon? You know, because that's, if you have that image of a butterfly, that's really what we're doing is we're coming out of that webbing, that darkness into the light again. We've had quite a year to say the least. This COVID pandemic has changed our world and our lives forever. We were accustomed to our fast paced world, our our high tech world. I like the image of our lives pre-pandemic. So let's turn the clock back to over a year ago. I feel like our lives were similar to passengers on a fast-moving bullet train. I remember when uh, we were in Europe with our family and traveled all around Europe, and I know you are, you you know, used to or have heard about the bullet trains in Asia. The, The cool thing is, is they get you there fast, but as you look out the windows from your seat, the beautiful, magnificent scenery is a blur. Whether you're sitting in first class, tourist, or back by the bathrooms, it doesn't matter. All of our lives were passing furiously past us. We were used to our fast-paced lives. We were. It was like being an adrenaline junkie or turning on the Today Show or, or Good Morning America or whatever show you watch in the morning. It was just, you know, we turned it on, got our coffee, got in our cars. Everything stopped. Our lives were passing furiously past us. We were used to the fast-paced lives. Some of us had even become addicted to our mania. Our fast-moving lives seemed like a blur. We quickly moved past the challenges in our lives that we really didn't notice, like maybe we needed more personal self-care for us on a mind-body-soul level. How about our relationships that were damaged or broken, but we were just too tired or exhausted when we got home at night to think about it? Our physical health, some of us, our bodies had ticked up in weight, Or some of us, you know, maybe we just didn't notice that lump on our arm or our breast or didn't have time to take care of it. And what about our mental health? You know, whether it was drinking too much coffee or taking something so we could sleep, we were just too busy to focus on our mental health. And our spiritual life. Many of us aren't religious anymore, but we're spiritual. So how have how had we cultivated or had we said, we're going to find a teacher, we're going to find a philosophy or spirituality we like when, when we have time, um, or a job we dislike. You know, I'm, I'm going to get a new resume together. And how about mostly the money problems we ignored? Um, you know, that was a huge, huge thing that it's the number one problem globally or the number one stress is our financial problems. The Fast bullet train life that we were all living was stopped cold in its tracks with this pandemic. COVID stopped the world and it stopped your life and my life. We've spent one year of our lives stopped. Then we got disoriented. Then I think we got fearful and confused. And on every level, psychologically, physically, politically around the world, globally, and life as we knew it was over. We couldn't, there was no way we as individuals could could reconstruct it. I love this quote. Only by stopping movement can we see where we go. Only by stopping movement can we see where to go. I've always said every obstacle is an opportunity. 
We have the vaccine now. More of us are getting vaccinated every single day. We're emerging from our darkness into the light of our new lives. And to be honest with you, uh, uh, our family has all, we're all in the healthcare business um, or healthcare field. That's our calling. So we've all received our vaccines. And just to be able to hug my grandchild for the first time, my daughter, who's an ICU doctor for the first time in a year, um, my neighbors, I, I, I have cried so much in the last week um, just dreaming of this day and, and the freedom that it feels. So it's time for your exciting comeback. Even if you haven't had the vaccine yet, let's start planning when you get it because it, this is your comeback. And we as human beings love comeback stories. The greatest books, movies, stories in our lives, they're all about comeback stories. We love to see people who have experienced horrendous losses, fallen, falling from grace through, through their own actions, the loss of their health because of a terrifying disease or maybe a crippling accident, or they may have tragically lost the love of their life. But we as humans, we love to see these devastated people rise from the ashes to discover a greater, more meaningful life. It gives us hope no matter what we're going through. Every challenge in life can destroy you or it can become a tremendous opportunity to build incredible resilience. For me, you know, as most people my age, in a very mature part of life, um, I, I've had several comeback stories. Uh, the loss of a career that I adored, I loved. Tragic loss of that career over unforeseen circumstances. Um, the loss of a daughter. The loss of a daughter because of mental health issues and challenges. Um, it was the most devastating, of course, of all losses um, that I can ever imagine or tell you. Uh, the loss of our family farm that I had worked at and worked for for 35 years. And each time I thought I was done, each time I thought I couldn't go on, each time I went into a repose and, uh, you know, went into some kind of depression and lots of times didn't really want to go on. It was so devastating. But these inspiring people and inspiring stories gave me a, a concept of comebacks. We're all coming out of this COVID. So it's time for each of us in our lives to, to start planning and get exciting about comebacks. And just for a few examples, President Jimmy Carter, who was a peanut farmer, who miraculously became president of the United States. I happen to know him. He's been one of the inner, biggest inspirations of my life. He was done. He was a one-term president. He uh, experienced a devastating loss. And everybody called him, especially in this country, a loser, a failure as a president. But he was a man of great faith and great purpose. In the years that followed, he led a, led, led a more active life than he ever had in his life. He established the Carter Center. He was teaching at Emory. And again, I had known him before, but he was also my professor at Emory. He wrote numerous books. How about he wrote 32 books? post-presidency, okay, after his big fall from grace. He also contributed to the expansion of Habitat for Humanity, one of the biggest movements in the world for building affordable housing for people that can't afford it. And one of my favorite, I wrote this in one of my books, one of my favorites, favorite, most unbelievable things Jimmy and Rosalind Carter did was in 1986 when they were in Africa, they saw all over Africa the horrendous suffering and death of this thing called a guinea worm that was causing Africans to lose their lives. 
a person, because of drinking water, would get a tiny larva in their body. And it started growing inside out of like the husk of it. And it was getting nourishment from the human blood. So they would be sitting there in groups of people and actually watch someone start screaming. And this horrendous guinea worm, looks like a snake, a small worm to a snake, would start emerging from their body. It popped out of their skin. Can you even imagine this? It caused incredible pain, suffering, and even death. So they said, okay, this is too horrible for us to witness. We are committed. We're committed our lives to stopping this horrendous condition. And they did. There was an estimated 3.5 million cases then. And in at least 21 countries in Africa and Asia. Today, 99.9% of it's gone because of these amazing people. Also, recently we know, you know, again, Tiger Woods got in an accident. He's one of the greatest golfers in the world. Famous, wealthy. He had everything. Beautiful. He was beautiful, gorgeous. He had a brilliant, beautiful wife, two beautiful children. Wealth, infamous all over the world. You name it, the world was his oyster. But in a moment, we didn't know what was going on in the back world of him. We didn't know. We only saw this front side of him, the one he showed the world. He was destroying his life behind the scenes. He had an addiction to drugs. He had a sexual addiction. He was having affairs. He had destructive habits. It was a tragic story of fall from grace. He lost all his money, sponsorships for major corporations, lost his marriage. He lost his brand. He lost his integrity, his credibility. He lost his life as he knew it. But my God, after much hard work and discipline, talk about a comeback in 2019 and 20, he made a miraculous comeback. He shocked the world. He started winning golf tournaments again, major global world golf tournaments. He's one of the greatest golfers in the world again. And finally, how about Malala Yousafzai? And I'm probably butchering that word. You, 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 saf, you safe Z. Y-O-U-S-A-F-Z. Z-A-I, Malala. We all know the name Malala. In 2012, a Taliban gunman shot her as she traveled home from school with a bunch of children. Can you remember this, that they shot her in the face? She was in critical conditions, condition, excuse me, and life-threatening injuries. It was horrendous. It was literally a miracle that she survived, let alone that she rose like a phoenix from the ashes after her near-death experience. Can you believe this? At age 17... 2014, she was the youngest person ever to win a Nobel Peace Prize. This child went on to be an activist, an advocate for girls' education, a champion for human rights, and a Nobel Prize winner. I mean, just uh, these are huge comeback stories. So we all learn these lessons that we may fall, but it's possible to rise again like a phoenix. So let's begin by staging your comeback today, okay? We're going to stage your comeback from pandemic, the pandemic, whether you've had your vaccine, you're about to get it, you're going to get it, okay? And again, us all being in the medical field, my family, if you don't get it, I'm going to come find you and give you the shot myself, okay? You have to do it. This is about all of us, remember? Again, we're one people, one planet, one future. We've got to come back. So let's begin staging your comeback. First, take responsibility. This is a great time as you're coming out. Reflect on your life and any wrongdoings that you have. Question your intentions and reflect on the people you may have hurt during the process. Make amends. I can't tell you the people I have written in the last few months knowing that the vaccine was coming and 
and wanting to make amends and said, when I got the vaccine, I wanted to have coffee and talk over what our differences were or how we separated. Take responsibility for what you've done. That's number one, okay? And plan on how you're going to make amends in your comeback. Rediscover yourselves. Sometimes when we face hardships, we forget who we are. I know a lot of people that have gone through significant depressions this year. So they've lost who they were. Remember that fast bullet train? Their life was so fast and overwhelming. Then they stayed home, maybe with their children, and they homeschooled them, tried to keep their job and their family. It was just too much. So once you've taken responsibility, okay, for whether it was the fast life, things you've done, or how you've hurt people, you need to stop and draw a circle and say, who am I? Who am I? You know, what was I born to do? What's my calling? Journal it. Um, go, if, if you're really lost and can't even, everybody can journal. So start journaling. Yeah, do that. Then go get some magazines, cut some pictures, go online, print out some pictures of who are you? Are you somebody who's, um, out birding, looking at birds in the wild? Are you someone who's wrote, written your first novel? Who are you? What was, what, you know, have you written, have you always wanted to play music? Rediscover yourself in your comeback. And then next, release yourself. Acknowledge that you've made any mistakes you've made. Don't hold on to regrets. Carry, carry, most people carry their guilt for the rest of their life. And what I, what I do for imagery for the people that come to me, I say, imagine, I have a book pack when I'm talking to them, a backpack. I show them this backpack and I have it filled with rocks. And I go, I want you to imagine, and I put them on them. These are heavy rocks in this backpack that you're feeling. I want you to walk around a minute. This is what guilt is. You are walking around carrying your guilt like this heavy, heavy backpack of rocks. It's an immense heavy burden, and it can cause you emotional, physical, and spiritual problems, and it's going to ruin your life. So you got to release this, okay? Get rid of the heavy rocks. We're, we're staging your comeback. Release your shame, okay? Shame typically comes when you've um, looked inward and have a really critical eye about yourself, and you judge yourself horribly. Okay, the past is over. It's done. Shame can really ruin your life, and it can become toxic when it changes uh, the sense of yourself. And when you start developing toxic shame, which is shame over a long time and deep shame, it opens the door to anger, self-disgust, and, you know, bad negative feelings. You feel small and worthless. So, and then you start negative self-talk. Okay, so be aware. Now, remember, awareness is our big deal. So it's not judgment. Just be aware about your self-talk. Are you shaming? And, and if not, we're going to do a podcast on shame and how to work out of shame. I know about it. I was raised in shame, in a shameful family, shameful self. Um, I know what toxic shame is. Believe me, it's uh, tainted so much of my life. Um, apologize. Make sure you apologize. Remember, this is in the amends part. Is uh, and apologize from your heart. Please don't make excuses. Don't ever make excuses. Say, I know I did this. I feel really bad about it. Can you forgive me? And I think it's important to ask to be forgiven. Uh, I'm huge on this. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, that's you kind of throwing your energy at somebody. I'm sorry. It's a one-way street. But when you say, will you forgive me? You're opening a door and saying, asking them to come in. And then it's their choice to forgive you or not. So see, it's an exchange. It's really important. And be the change. The setback, um, it, it, a setback like ending the pandemic, it's a perfect time for your comeback. 
okay? You can change your priorities in your life, your life goals, positive changes. This is a great, great opportunity God or the divine or the universe has sent us. We know the negatives of this pandemic. Let's try to think of some positives. This is a chance to start over, okay? And here are just a few more simple comeback suggestions, okay? Worry the right way. It's essential that you distinguish between productive worries the ones that get you moving and destructive worries, the one that keep you keep repeating the same thing over and over again, okay? Face your fears. Write your problems down. I'm serious. Make a folder, put my fears. Then once you look at them, put them in a row, and then in the middle one, middle put a line and then put what is my course of action just put action what action are you going to take just quit thinking about them write them down put fears in a folder okay i draw what i do i like to draw a circle and put my fears in a circle i like a circle then i refuse to have these things control my life and i learned this firsthand my mother was riddled with fears and she was worried all the time she lived a tremendous life of sad suffering and unhappiness. I lived with her. Fears became a living cancer and they devoured her life. It can also devour your life. At the beginning uh, of my life and at the first time, first parts of my marriage, I'm telling you, fear and worry just ate up my life like a cancer. It was ruining my life, my marriage, and I could see it start infecting um, my first child when I had her. So, Write them down. I'm a big one. Get it out of your body. Desomaticize it. Somatic means body. Get it out of you. Write it down. Use your resources. Studies show that people with strong social support structure live longer, and they have much happier lives. Okay? So make sure that you have outside resources. Um, This is a great time to start cultivating neighbors. Maybe leave a gift, say, you know, for an older couple in the neighborhood or an older widow or widower. Say, can I mow your lawn or... Do you need some help? If you find out somebody's sick in your neighborhood, leave them a can of soup in a pretty little bag. Okay? Start developing. If you don't have strong social support, you can start developing it. And then also go to a local hospital. Go to a local shelter. Start volunteering. Okay? You're coming. This is your comeback. So no excuses. You have to do at least one thing that connects you with people if you don't have a biological family. And you create your own family. Okay? Or your own families. Next is devour inspiration. This is me. Devour books, individuals, biographies, anything. I feast on these. When I read and watch inspirational videos of people, I read books who have emerged from incredible challenges. It gives me life. I know I can do anything. I gain strength. I get new perspective, new ideas, and hope. When I get inspired by other people's stories of resilience, okay? This has been my guiding light. Okay, so whoever inspires you, whatever that is, seek it out. Okay, again, you don't underestimate inspiration and learn from it. Discover something meaningful or useful to take away from a setback. Okay, you know that old saying, take lemons and make lemonade. So we're coming out of a very, very dark time in all of our lives. But this is your time, okay, to come out with how you want it, how you want your life. Okay, so let's focus next and finally on your comeback in different areas of your life, okay? So let's start with your body. How do you feel about your physical health? Personally, I gained weight over the pandemic and my back is killing me and I have a tendency 
uh, towards uh, moles and things. I've had uh, uh, malignant melanoma before. So I have gone a year without going to any doctors or anything else. So I gotta, I've got to plan my own comeback for going to the dermatologist. I've got to do more yoga to get this back problem under, you know, under management. And I've got to get back in shape. I cannot get into my clothes. I, I ate comfort food I, when I didn't feel like walking and it was dark and I was having some dark days. And again, all of us are in the healthcare field. So it was really, really, really tough at times. Um, I'm not making excuses because it's time for me to get my body, my precious older body that has served me well my entire life going. How about you? Look at your body. Look at it. Okay. And ask her. Ask him, what do you need? What, what, what do I need in this, my comeback for my body? Need a new haircut? Uh, how about your nails? What, anything like that? What do you need? And how about your mind? How do you feel about your mental health? I've gotten a little, personally, I've gotten a little lethargic in my energy level. This isolation and this new strange world made me slow and have less energy. Um, I got to get, I have to get my mind back in shape. I was about to start up some support groups before the pandemic and cardiac rehab and cancer groups and all kinds of fun stuff that I love to facilitate. And it took all of my groups and my people away. I thought I'd be able to write a book um, during this pandemic, but you know what? My creative self just clocked off, being personally. I know a lot of people did a lot of creative, beautiful things. I was not one of them. I have to get back to working with people face-to-face. That gives me energy, love, and inspiration. That's what I've noticed. What about your mind? What's going on with your mind? Have you noticed that you can't get out of the funk? Here's another thing. If you can't, please go to your doctor, go to a counselor, therapist, and you may need some medicine to jumpstart you back into your life again. You may need to get some help, okay? Because sometimes coming out of this pandemic, we've slowed our brains and our physiological process so much that we feel depressed and we just can't come out of it ourselves. So do not forget to ask for help. You may need to be on a little antidepressant or something for a few months or some sleep, help sleeping. And then, hey, you'll wean yourself off of it, especially it's spring. You're going to get more sunshine, move that body and mind. So it'll come around. Spiritually. Review of systems. How about any addictions you have? Bad habits. Things you may want to change during your new, new makeover and your new comeback. I have to get more disciplined about my meditation practices personally. I've been sloppy about them. I'll meditate at different places, different times. How long I meditate, that is not me. The old me, I did it, you know, perfectly. I was, I was very disciplined before this whole pandemic thing. For some reason, I'm telling you, it got me off the train tracks. So I did it in the morning. I did it for the exact time. I did it at my exact altar, you know, everything else, but I've got to get more structured in this thing. I just let things slide. So that's for me personally, spiritually. How about you? Okay. What do you need to move in your soul? Has there been a teacher or a spiritual book you've been wanting to read or some spiritual teacher online? Or do you want to start meditation? Do you want to start yoga? What, what spiritual thing have, has this pandemic kind of shut down for your comeback? What, what, what is it? Get excited about it, okay? And even if you're not excited, right? I am depressed and must do something about it. <laughs> I've done that. Anyway, close. <laughs> How do you feel about your spring and post-pandemic wardrobe? Well, I told you about my weight, so... Somebody like me, it's not just 
Um, the spring clothes, I got to get this off so I can get into my happy clothes. But even now, I bought a couple bright blouses. I bought a bright orange pair of happy shoes because I have been living in black uh, yoga pants and tops for a year. Okay, I need to get some life and bright colors back into my life. How about you? Clothes. Doesn't have to be expensive. You can buy a cute pair of shoes for $10. Buy a shirt for $8, $10. Okay, get some some bright clothes, something, at least even one thing. What's your favorite color? You've got to buy something in your favorite color and wear it, okay? It'll pop you. Color is energy, okay? It'll give you new life. This is your comeback. What comeback clothes do you want? You may want a new look. It's a great time for a new look. I thought about that. I thought, hey, I need a new look, but you know, at my stage of life, I've tried many new looks, and I love my look. I just need to get some bright, happy clothes out that I can wear and get my body back in shape. Work. Many of us, like me, have been working from home. I loved my staff coming in. I loved my team. We love each other. We've been shattered. My team takes public transportation. They take MARTA, uh, the train up here. Um, but for a year, we've not seen each other. I mean, we have. They come to pick up their checks. We do Zoom. That, But it's not the same. It's that wonderful, generative, working together and loving each other and helping each other out. And, oh, you know, one thing leads to another like a thread. And you talk about your kids or you talk about a loss or you talk about where we all want to jump up and go to lunch or let's go upstairs to have some coffee or, you know, all that fun stuff that comes out of work. That was been over. So it's a strange time. So how is your comeback? What's going to go on with your work? Do you know? What's going to happen in your post-pandemic? Do you like staying home? Or, And if you are staying home and getting a little flat, do what we're doing. We meet every couple weeks on my porch because they're younger and they haven't had their vaccination yet. I have. So we meet and we laugh and we talk and I order some food in and then they leave. So, and even if it's neighbors, you need to, you know, get excited and happy, but think of how you want to return to work. Uh, and look at your relationships, relationships, your partner, your friends, your neighborhood. Like I said, it's heaven on earth to be vaccinated. I hugged my friends and, and a couple of neighbors this week and I cried, my daughter, my grandchild. Um, my grandchild was born during the pandemic and I've never been allowed to, um, she's never really seen me without my mask. And so I got to touch her and hold her and to smell her. And I can't even tell you. Talk about tears. And you should have seen her look at me. It was, it was like one of the greatest experiences. So what about your comeback with your friends and your neighbors? Who, who If you haven't had the vaccine yet, who, who are going to be the first person? Who's on your list? Um, what's your attitude going to be? How, do you want to refresh what relationships in a new way? Think about that. And then next is home. We've all been sequestered in our homes for a year. I know I have, and I'm having a painter come, and he's going to do some fresh paint. I ordered a bright rug. that Again, these are not expensive. Everything's on sale. And a couple new bright yellow throw pillows. I love yellow. Happy sunshine yellow. Because I want to brighten up my life and brighten up my home as I do this, you know, as I do my comeback. You know, your home is your sanctuary. How about you? We've been in here. Um, I also got a bright colored tablecloth and put it on the table. Can you buy it? And, and again, I got mine very inexpensive on Amazon. Um, and I think it was like, I don't know, less than $10. So it was a new bright colored tablecloth on my table. New throw pillows. What can you do? What little things can you do in your house? Um, buy a plan as you check out at the grocery store line. Next is your yard. I grabbed some paper. I went online 
and I went to Pinterest, I went to images on Google, and I looked at all kinds of different gardens and yards. Um, and I had fun. I redesigned my backyard with new flowers, and I'm going to put a statue there. So I want our yard to reflect this post-pandemic comeback. I want new energy. Uh, you know, we all need to see how sacred, divine, and precious our lives are that we're coming out of this, oh, out of this cloud, out of this shadow, this darkness. So what can you do? Look at your yard. Go out right now after you do this and look at your yard. Look at a tree you've always wanted to plant. New flowers. Change a bed. Simple thing of changing a bed. Do you want to put a little statue in your backyard or a little water fountain that you can hear water when you're out on your back porch? What is that? Um, next is travel. We've been all confined to our homes, no traveling. So we decided to plan a trip. Now, we're going to the beach and we're over the moon. We're so excited. We've got our folder. Everything we do is in a folder. See, it keeps you organized and excited. We put um, Sanibel Island. And so we're staying off airplanes, okay? And we are not, still not going to any inside restaurants. Absolutely not yet. But we're planning on driving to the beach. We'll order our food in. And we're so excited we can't stand it. What safe trip can you be planning for your future? Again, if you're vaccinated, if you're not, when you are vaccinated, where? What do you want to do? Go ahead and plan it. What we know is the brain actually changes when you get excited and start planning something. So, hey, start planning it. Where are you going to go? What are you going to take? How much is it going to cost? All that stuff. What bathing suit are you going to wear? I cannot even stand it. <laughs> of course, now that I've mentioned that, I... Haven't pulled my bathing suit out with my new body, so that could be an interesting little uh, shocker. Um, next is food. It's spring. We're moving past pandemic. We have been eating a lot of comfort foods here and baking during the pandemic. So it's time to change the playbook here at our house. I know that. We move, we're moving to grilled foods. We're moving to a lighter fare. I've got to get my body healthier, and I need to feel lighter. So I want to reflect it in my food choices, and my husband, too. He's packed it on. So, um, again, he and my daughter, uh, being on the front lines as far as medical doctors, you know, they wear all these layers of clothing and masks and, oh, God, all this stuff. So they haven't been able to move much, so it, our whole family needs to get moving. What about you? What, how are you feeling? What do you need to do as far as food? Do you think I covered enough? But you can tell from my voice, this has gotten me all charged up for my post-pandemic comeback because I was thinking of you and I wanted to do a podcast to help you plan your post-pandemic comeback. But me doing this has given me new life, as you can tell how my, my voice has picked up. So how do you feel? Do you feel any different? Are you ready to reboot? Are you ready to reimagine your life coming out of this? I think we all need to, okay? This didn't happen by accident. I really believe that. I think we needed to stop the bullet train, stop going a million miles an hour. We're humans. Sometimes we can't stop ourselves. We can't help ourselves. So maybe God had a hand in this, or the divine or whatever. As tragic as it is, with all the lives we've lost, God, God bless every single person and every person I love who's lost someone during this pandemic. So those of us that have survived it and lived through it, let's make the best of it. We've been blessed for a fresh start. We've been blessed that we can have a comeback. So let's do it together. After all, one thing this horrendous pandemic has taught us, we are all in this together. So 
Don't forget, we've got a great newsletter. Please go to the Mindful Living Network and sign up for our newsletter. Go, I love, of course, our site. We designed it and created it. Um, our little selves with our little team, and we love every one of you because um, we really, really believe from the, every cell of our bodies that if we become more mindful, we can change this world. We can. We can heal each other. You can also please contact me at um, info at mindfullivingnetwork.com or there's a contact me click. Click the contact me and write me a note and I'll get back to you. Any suggestions for podcasts, any personal guidance or help you need, please let me know. I'm here. And uh, remember our tagline. Uh, the Mindful Living Network is one people, we are one planet, and one future. We have one future. We're a circle. The re there's a reason we live in a circular planet. We can't run away from each other. As much as we may try to try to think we're different, we, we need to hold hands in love. It's our world. Let us hold our hearts and our hands and help heal ourselves and our world. Please share us. Please share the Mindful Living Network, everything, all the work we're trying to do in the world with your family, your friends, your community, your co-workers, because we have to do this together. This is our piece of this magnificent jigsaw puzzle to, to move our whole universe forward. So know how much you're loved. Um, separation is an illusion. And thanks for listening today. And I'm very excited about your comeback. Take care. Bye-bye.